Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And it is going to be covered by the Saints for a touchdown. Each your inside pass to everything Saints football. And the kick is good. We'll take you to places most fans never go. We'll watch from 60. To practice, to the sideline, to the locker room. Following every twist, turn, and touchdown of the Saints season. That is going to be a touchdown. Taysom Hill. Taysom TD. Welcome to Inside Black and Gold. And that is going to be a touchdown again. And guess who? Mike Thomas. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Geller and Jeff Nowak. Oh, baby. We are Inside Black and Gold. Steve Geller along with Jeff Nowak. Heading into the last week of the 2022 NFL season. Super Bowl Sunday upon us. And the black and gold buzz, at least, Jeff, is about quarterbacking. And it's interesting to see folks' reaction right now to what the Saints could bring in with a guy like Derek Carr. I feel like it's really been a mixed bag of people who have been in favor or against this deal. Yeah, we're going to get into a lot about Derek Carr. I also want to recap kind of what the latest is with all the assistant coaching changes that the Saints have been going through. They hired at least one new coach, and there's a few more openings, and there could be more based on what happened. So some of these assistant coaching um, moves that could happen, that might happen, and we're going to keep going through them. Um, But yeah, so, and then we're going to close out with a mailbag. I'm all over the place. But yeah, so Derek Carr. Visiting New Orleans this week, he is under contract with the Raiders. The Saints would have to trade for him if they wanted him right now. And if they do want to trade for him, they would have to do it by February 15th, which is when his contract guarantees kick in for next season. And you're talking about $40 million. So the Raiders are going to cut him by that point. So at, at this time, you're talking about, okay, do the Saints want him? Does he want the Saints? And then if both of the answers to those questions are yes, then you start talking about compensation. Um, but this is a really tight window, and that's what makes it interesting. You don't have weeks and weeks to kind of figure out, oh, okay, do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? You got to figure it out by February 15th. So this visit this week, which apparently is still ongoing, I think Nick Underhill tweeted today that he was back at the team facility today. I don't know if maybe he just forgot his sweatshirt or there was more going on or he had to, they had to talk about some more. Um, but it's it's not a bad sign that he went back. 
It, it could mean nothing, um, but no, definitely. I would say a huge positive because you always hear never let them leave or, you know what I mean? So staying that extra amount of time is always a positive. I, I would think that you're still, he's still interested in what you're having to say and you're still, you think they're holding him hostage? Yeah. Basically holding him hostage. Now you can't leave like, uh, in uh Bronx tale. I don't, I don't know about that, but it is a good sign that he's still there. I guess it could mean nothing, but so you don't want to infer anything that's not accurate. But at the end of the day, this visit happened in the first place, which means he is open to it. Obviously, Derek Carr and Dennis Allen have a history. Dennis Allen was the head coach of the Raiders in 2014, who drafted Derek Carr in the second round, started him as a rookie. So, you know, I think we've seen, and we're going to get into some of these coaching hires and whatever, I think we've seen over the last couple of weeks that Dennis Allen feels like his decisions in the 2014 season were the right ones. And he wants to give those another shot. Or at least that's kind of how it feels. Because, you know, Joe Woods, defensive coordinator, Marcus Robinson, DB's coach, were both with him in 2014. Derek Carr obviously was drafted and started in 2014 as a rookie. And that's what you have. I will say that, like, while that sounds bad, I would be more concerned if it was like the 2020, sorry, the 2012 staff that he was putting back together, or even the 2013 staff, because at least the positives you can say about the 2014 staff is it only was a thing for four games, and then he got fired, and then you moved on. Um, so we'll see. But it is kind of fascinating, and the question will then become: Is Derek Carr worth it? Is he worth the contract you're going to have to put him on or you're going to have to pay him on because he is under contract for three more seasons? Is he worth the compensation you're going to have to send to the Raiders? And is he worth just attaching yourself to him when you could go with someone cheaper? Yeah, with Carr, you know, obviously the arm talent's there. He's a guy who's been incredibly durable. And you got to give him a lot of credit for this not just this past season, the year before really dragging the, the 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 Las Vegas Raiders to the playoffs. I like the I like Carr. I like the quarterback. I just one or two, like you're saying, what are, what are you giving up? The you know the rumored compensation in in a trade before him getting released by the Raiders is said to be a third round pick. Yeah, so we, we can get to this first, and we have some context from Bobby and Bear from Sports Talk in a conversation with a Raiders reporter that I thought was intriguing. Um, but yeah, so the compensation, it is interesting because there's no set standard, right? Like, there's no set value on a quarterback that a team's getting rid of. So like last year, Baker Mayfield was kind of in this situation, and he got traded for next to nothing. But I don't think that's a good example because I do think there is a market for Derek Carr, and there was not a market for Baker Mayfield for whatever reason, you know. And so if you want to look at trades that are probably more similar, you look at Matt Ryan, who got traded to the Colts. That was a third round pick that got sent back to Atlanta. And then you could look at Mar um, Carson Wentz getting traded to Washington, which when it happened, I was like, oh, he's going to get he must have got traded for peanuts. But when you look back at it, they swapped second round picks and then Washington sent Indianapolis a 2022 third and a conditional 2023 third round pick that could have been a second round pick if Carson Wentz played enough, which he didn't. So it's a third round pick. So I think you split the difference there. That's where you're kind of looking at is the compensation should be in the range of a third round pick. 
And whether it's this year or next year, actually, it has to be this year if it's a third because they don't have a third next year. So, you know, it's a good question. Is that worth the trade when you could go after him in free agency? I would argue it is because you're not going to get a discount if you get to free agency. He's going to be making in the range of $30 million. Like, look at what Daniel Jones is asking for with the Giants. Like, you're not going to get him cheaper than $30 million. So if you want him and you just want to get it out of the way and not have interference from other teams... I would say it's worth it. Yeah, it, it's really interesting just because who else is out there? Um, I haven't seen anything about Carr having another visit after New Orleans yet. But although, yeah, like the, the Saints haven't let him leave though either. So the connection there obviously feels like it's got to be pretty strong with Dennis Allen and Derek Carr, why the Saints are obviously number one on this have put Carr in their forefront as their main target. They're clearly, obviously, all in on trying to get him. And if not by trade, if the if he ends up do, does getting released, I think you're just doing getting even more notes and homework on him as a person from what you've from at least what Dennis Allen's known back when they drafted him with the Raiders. But you know where he is now and getting to know your staff here, kind of thing. It just seems. Like everything's going in the direction where we are seeing seeing one way or another via the trade or whether it comes from, you know, the Raiders end up releasing him, which doesn't make sense of why they would let him go through all this anyway without without expecting to get something in return. Why would you trade away assets for something you know who is going to get released? But I think it's to get that jump on other teams. But the question is, who are those other teams? Well, I will say that I'm not convinced that they're necessarily all in, which I think is how you phrased it. Like this is this is them kicking the tires and seeing if it's a worthwhile move. I guess that's fair to say, right? Yeah, I mean, like, like yes, they brought him in, which means they are interested in the first place. And I think in order to talk to him at all, you would have had to just like Sean Payton with the Saints, right? You would have had to tentatively agree with the Raiders that you're willing to send compensation if you do opt to go this way. And so that's what this conversation, this interview kind of process was about. Now, the thing is, the Raiders don't have a ton of leverage here because, and this was the same thing with Deshaun Watson, Derek Carr has a full no trade clause in his contract. And the way you've seen a lot of these trades play out in the last few years, if I'm signing a mega court, like a big contract with a team, that's that's something I want in there because you see the once you get to the point where Derek Carr is at right now, you see the type of leverage you have by being able to veto any trade and then be like, yeah, you know, cut me because I don't want to go anywhere that's willing to trade for me. So cut me. Now, I think Derek Carr is kind of in a situation where he feels like his contract is fair. And so if you can skip that process and just get right in, then I think, you know, it, it, it makes sense. But I saw a couple tweets that was like, "Oh, if the Saints are talking to him at all, that means that they're 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 agreed to give them something massive or whatever." And it's like, "No, the the fact that they're willing to give anything at all at this point if you're the Raiders is enough to get you to the table because again, this time next week, he's going to be a free agent because you're not accepting that cap hit." So, yeah, I, I think it is interesting, but I'm not convinced that this is the, the route they're they've decided to go. Like that's what we're going to find out in the next few days. But either way, it's, it's, it is interesting. And the question then becomes, is he worth it? Is he good enough 
to move the needle beyond where you're at right now with an Andy Dalton, with a Jameis Winston? And that's the better question, in my opinion, rather than like you have, you know, you can pay him. They were going to pay Deshaun Watson. You can make the contract work. You know, you know, you have the the assets to send if you need to. And so the question, the, the bigger question is, is he going to move the needle? And if the Saints believe that, then that's all that that's all you need. Now, I think it's it's a more debatable conversation, but it, it is that is kind of the question is, do the Saints, does the coaching staff believe that he is going to move the needle enough for them to be able to make the playoffs and make a run at a Super Bowl? And that's that's where you have to make that determination. Yeah, you mentioned Jameis Winston. I don't even think we we got a real true evaluation of what he could even do in the Saints uniform. It was just too little because of injuries and back-to-back years. It's just wild. I think you got a true statement from the staff on what they think of Jameis and how, like, and if they were going to go back to him this year, you would have known that last year. In that respect, like, I don't have any question as to whether this team is considering going to Jameis because I don't think they are. Because if you were, you would have considered it last year, and it, that doesn't seem to be the case either. I'm sure he wants his shot, and I think that in this QB-starved market, I wouldn't be surprised if he did get a shot at least at a at at a, at a job as a starter. I'm not saying you're not he's not going to be signed as the starter day one, but being brought in with that competition maybe with some young guy. But, I mean, who knows, like Indianapolis or... Oh, you mean in another team? Yeah, for sure, for Jameis. I'm curious if there is a market for him even out there. It didn't seem like there was last year. You know, I think that, but I do think the Colts were a team that that did have interest. So if the Colts are still that team, because the Colts still need a quarterback, maybe, I don't know. But the, the conversation here is kind of, what does Derek Carr do? Where does he kind of stand? And I thought this conversation between Bobby and Hondo Carpenter, he's a Raiders reporter from Sports Talk this week, was uh, was was solid, and I think it gives you a little bit of insight. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You know, Saints fans who that nation will answer, uh, listen, Derek Carr, they have 32 starting quarterbacks. I'd say he's somewhere between 10 and 15, but it doesn't mean you're going to win anything. So, so what's mm-hmm. your take on that, that they might say, well... I think Derek Carr would want to be the guy. We're not going to win anything versus if you bring back like an Andy Dalton and he's the bridge guy to a future young guy. Now, it's a crapshoot whether a young guy is going to work out or not, but uh, it kind of looks like the same song and dance where the Saints are at. They're not good enough, but they're not bad enough whether they had 
and the Dalton are Derek Carr right now with their roster. Well, that's a really good point, and but there's a couple of things I would I would politely disagree with you on a little bit. Go back to last year's Raiders. They don't make the playoffs and go ten and six without Derek Carr, and that team didn't have the talent that the Saints do right now. And so I think that he, and he led that team this year under the Josh McDaniel system. He was under Josh's thumb. He wasn't able to do things. Um, the way they had done it the previous year, and the team suffered for that. So I think that's a that's a legitimate disagreement with you there. I don't think he's Andy Dalton. But here's another one. For much of Andy Dalton's career, I mean, look at you know who he's been able to be coached by with some consistency. Derek Carr's been here nine years and had six different coaches. So he's constantly changing and flipping systems and having to adjust. And I think you get him in a place like New Orleans – where he's there, he's solid, they've got him there. I mean, you got a guy that's always going to be healthy, a guy that's going to deliver. I mean, he can make the touch passes. He's one of the leaders in NFL history over his career in fourth-quarter comebacks. That's not because he's had good defense. I saw somewhere, I think it was yesterday, I saw that only one time in his nine years as a Raider coach was the Raider defense ever above 23rd in the entire league. So you're dealing with a guy that, yes, he's the NFL leader during his career in fourth-quarter comebacks It's because he's never had a defense. And, again, he's going to come in. He's going to devour it. I think people are missing him and Dennis Allen have a tremendous relationship, so Dennis knows his character. Knows yeah, but, his they didn't win, but they didn't win nothing, huh, though, with the Raiders. Uh, yeah, Dennis right. Allen, and, uh, come on. That's what fans are going to say. Oh, yeah, because it – and also, too, was Derek's rookie season. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. Yep, yep. No, but I'm saying they've maintained a relationship. I got so you. I've had I was, on, I was on another show earlier today, and they go, well, why does that even matter? He doesn't know anybody. Well, Bobby, you were coached by a lot of people that maybe didn't right. coach you a long time, but you kept relationship with. And I think Dennis Allen is able to go to the organization and say, listen, if you don't want him or you do want him, that's your decision. But here's what I know about his work. Here's what I know about what he's going to do to help other players. And I think when you look at the Saints objectively, and, I'm, and, and I can be because I don't cover them. I just watch them from a distance. Obviously, you guys know from my previous interviews, got a ton of family in New Orleans, but Watching them, if there's one thing I think's been missing when you lost, when you lose a Drew Brees, and then you lose a Sean Payton, is you didn't see a guy last year who was putting his arms around people and coaching on the field. I thought that was I, you know, I watched probably eight or nine of your games, and there were times I was thinking, man, they need a field general, they need that guy. One of the things that he brought up that I think gets lost when you kind of just look at, okay, here's the year-over-year stats, and here is what does Derek Carr do better than Andy Dalton. And, well, one of the things he does definitely have in his repertoire is kind of clutch moments, right? Like, I could go back and I could look at every game that Andy Dalton played last year, and there was no moment where I was like, oh, he's going to go win this game right now. Right? You were trying to maintain with Andy. You were trying to get a lead and then let the defense take it. And in some instances, you just need the quarterback to go win a game, right? And and that was not what I expected out of Andy Dalton at any point last season. And so, like, if, if you're trying to sell me on Derek Carr, that's probably where you're going to do it is look at some of these clutch performances he's had. Look at some of the shootouts he's had against Pat Mahomes in his career. And and I think that's where you can probably find a bit of an edge. You, you look this year, too. Who did he have 
to throw to besides Devontae Adams. He he had a situation where it's a pretty good option though. Oh, absolutely, and uh, they had a great hookup together. But you know, with Waller being hurt, Renfro, they definitely struggled. I, I know that defense is just abysmal. Uh, I'd be excited to have Derek Carr go from silver and black to black and gold. I think he'd be uh, obviously an upgrade over what we saw this past year with Andy Dalton. The question is, I know it comes down to to the financials, bit the money, obviously, and to me, you have to get into that tier that that different tier where I think that yes Derek Carr is is a is a, a better option to go to than and Andy Dalton and if you want to compete and be that number one team in the NFC South this coming year I think with Dal- with a guy like Carr leading the way you obviously ascend to that talked about number one option at least it's it's at least perceived just because you're bringing him and I think in that division you are already the favorite to take it already next year's season. Yeah, yeah. See, the, the only thing I'll disagree with is I don't think the price tag is really a determining factor in this conversation as far as the Saints are concerned. Now, e- even with the money crap that they're dealing with, no, it's it's gonna. The question is whether you see him being good enough to just to to be your next quarterback. If he is that, then you're gonna find a way to to make that money work, and you know you can do it. The question is not. It, that that's not going to be what determines this situation. They're not going to be like, well, we think Andy is is okay, and we can pay this much versus he is okay plus eighty percent, and but it's only worth ten million, not twenty. It's that's not how you make decisions at quarterback. And if they were making a decision on that logic, I would say that's that's a poor way to go about it. Because the question is, is he the quarterback? Is he the guy, or is he not? I feel the same way about the draft, right? Like you can go draft a project, but if you're trying to get a starting quarterback in the NFL, you're going to pay it either way, right? Like I'm, I'm tired of seeing a team try to take discounts at quarterback. Like you're, you're going to go pay a quarterback. And if the question is whether he is or not, the other options out there, I mean, I'm sure, you know, too, you, you look at the free agent quarterback market is not very sexy. No, and, and the guys like Daniel Jones are going to be asking for $36 million. So there's nothing about that contract that Derek Carr has that is out of step with the top-tier quarterbacks in the NFL. The question you have to answer is whether Derek Carr is one of them. And if you believe he is, then, it, then it's worth the money. But that's, that's where I stand on it. Like, like we, can, we can talk about $30 million versus $20 million versus $10 million all we want. It's the question is about talent, not about money. The thing I worry about though with the Saints is where are they getting this money when you see, you know, there's reports of them being in cap hell. And I know we laugh about it and it's like, oh, they, they find always a way to massage the numbers, but it just how how long can you really keep kicking the can down the line, so to speak? Eternally. Until like the until the league ends, like you can you can go forever. Like that's that question always annoys me. It's like a, yes, you can do it forever. There's nothing stopping you besides your own desire to do it. Now I think they're still recovering from the global pandemic that threw a wrench into everything, right? Like that that really messed with their long term kind of projections. But this is a team that's willing to just keep resetting and resetting and resetting. What Mickey Loomis said is, yeah, we're trying to manage this to the middle. And I think that's where you make those decisions. But you make those decisions elsewhere. You do not do it at quarterback if you're a team that's trying to contend and win. And I think they are. But let's let's wrap up that segment there and we'll come back. And I want to talk more about 
what type of quarterback the Saints are actually looking for. And we talked to Jeff Ireland at the Senior Bowl, and he gave us some interesting insight into that. And, you know, we'll also kind of recap what's happened lately with the coaching staff because the coaching staff is also a big part of which quarterback you're bringing in, right? Your quarterback's coach is currently getting interviewed for offensive coordinator jobs. Wouldn't that be a factor in the quarterback you're bringing in? We're going to talk about that. So stick around on Inside Life. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.